friend. Has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strengths. Hi friends, this is Clifton Strengths Coach Kyle Johan Baker, and I am here today with Rikita Franklin. Rikita encourages critical reflection that inspires others to pursue connection through commonality. She is the CEO and creator of the social experience where she facilitates thoughtful interactions that promote meaningful connection and relationship building. Her role is to create safe havens that encourage authenticity, growth, and community. Rikita's 10 plus years of experience in higher education and a master of arts in adult education and training has provided her with a comprehensive understanding of the theory and practice behind meaningful engagement with adults. Through the social experience, she helps groups and teams connect through reflection, conversation, and commonality. When she isn't curating experiences, Rikita enjoys reading adventures with her wife and solo travel. Rikita's top five strengths are individualization, activator, restorative, command, and strategic. Rikita, happy to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I've, I've been waiting for my turn. <laughs> yes, and I've been waiting for you to be here. You know, I just read your bio, but is there anything else that you would like to share with folks about you? Yeah, I am. I'm so relational. Like all of my relationships matter. As you mentioned, I'm a wife, but I'm a sister. I'm a soror, a cousin, an aunt, a niece, a mentor, and a mentee. And all of those things are so important because all of those relationships really make me who I am and have tremendously added to all of my experiences. I am currently, I just relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina. So yeah, I was in Kentucky, but I just moved to Charlotte about two months ago. Oh, so, good. Yeah, so that's just going to enhance some of the adventures with my wife and the solo travel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love getting and, to like, yeah. I just no, love getting to be in a new place. Yeah, it's so fun because like you get that exploration and the person that I know you are like building those relationships, having that intentional moment. It's it's an exciting time, I bet. Yeah, it feels good to like find my tribe and find my community in this space. So it's there. These are exciting times for me. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I I love getting to hear your strengths, even as like you talk about who you are. And I love that integration. As you know, with this podcast, we love to talk about one strength per, per episode. So what strength would you like to talk about today, Rakita? I would love to talk about restorative. Yes. So 
as everybody knows, we love to start with that grounding gallop definition as that place to springboard and move forward. So people exceptionally talented in the restorative theme are adept at dealing with problems. They're good at figuring out what is wrong and resolving it. This is that textbook definition that's meant to help us get our dip our toes in the water and feel comfortable. So Rakita, I'd love to hear from you. Tell me about what this strength means to you and how it shows up in your life and in your business. Yeah, so restorative. When I think about that strength and I think back, because I have, I don't think I've always been a restorative person. I had not always considered myself that. But my roots in this restorative nature really came from attending Lincoln University of Missouri, my alma mater. Uh, we had an oath, and at the end of the oath was like, we will transmit our university to those who come after us greater, better, and more beautiful than it was transmitted to us. And that became a personal oath of mine. So any place or space that I, I desire to be in or that I choose to go to, I have to make that space better. It has to be more beautiful, you know, and if I can't make that place, you know, better then that may not be the space for me, right? That, that may not be where I thrive. That may not be where I feel watered. So going into workspaces, even having positions where I'm the first person to have the role. So to come into nothing, I'm always like, I want the person after me to, to thrive. I want to give them the tools that they need to be better. So that is how it shows up in my life. And that's how it really influences, you know, the social experience. Yeah. What a beautiful way to think about this, because a lot of times like restorative. So it's an executing theme. It's usually around like getting stuff done. And when I think about restorative, it's some or I mean, there are a lot of different ways that you can take it, but it's really about like bringing things back to its like natural flow, beauty, making it so that others can exist in the space and thrive. And I love hearing this as you talk about like your workspace, how your university has inspired you and even has like just awakened this part inside of you that helps you find excellence. Yeah. And to be a young adult and for that to be something that I repeated constantly as like leadership as an undergrad, but then it becomes indoctrinated in you. And then you're amongst other folks where this is also their oath. So it's just a beautiful thing. And to be honest, as I think about my restorative strength, I think it's really grounded in how I was nurtured as an undergraduate student. And so you kind of started talking about this. I'd love to hear about how like restorative shows up in your business and some of the work that you do as part of the social experience. Man, like restorative is the business, to be honest. <laughs> I do through the social experience. I do team bonding and conference networking sessions where I help groups and teams connect through, like you said before, reflection, conversation and commonality. So as soon as I start to work with a coordinator, it's all about, as you mentioned before, what problem are you trying to solve? What objectives would you like to achieve through these sessions? So, so as soon as I begin collaborating with event coordinators is what, what is it that you need? Mm -hmm. How can I bring this to a space like you mentioned before that? How can I bring it to its true nature? How can, how can I make it better than it is? What is it that I need to do to one, curate that space? 
so that when people come into this space, they feel safe. Hopefully they feel restored. They feel energetic in these things. And then I create conversation prompts so that I'm able to facilitate conversations that leads folks to their own objectives and their own goals. So through that self-discovery, we're able to, one, see the things that we want for ourselves and then hear that in others and hear that that humanity that other folks also possess and like grow our skills and empathy in a really fun and relaxing way. But as soon as I decide to come into a community, I give it all up to the community. What is it that I can do? How can I add value to this space? And how can I leave my mark? I want people to know that I was there. That's so cool because I think sometimes we think of this like team bonding as something that anybody can do or it's just a it's just one icebreaker question that get asked and that's that's it. But what you are doing as part of the social experience is that there's so many more layers and nuanced ways that you can approach this so that it can have more than just a get to know you effect. We can actually like create a team, create a network so that people really feel connected and they're not alone in this process. Yeah, exactly. We all have very similar desires to our cores and we're so much more alike than we are different. But in those differences, we get to learn and we get that opportunity to grow. And I really just encourage folks to show up as their authentic self. I'm going to show up as my authentic self. And let's let's get into it. Like, let's get to know someone new. Let's build a relationship. And if we work together, that's fine. But if not, I have a friend. If not, I have a colleague. If not, I have a resource. And even if today is the only day that I see you, I've learned something from you. I've learned what your desires are, what your passions are, and the things that like make you wake up in the morning. And for me, knowing the why is so important. So I assume that it's also important for others to to be in these conversations, especially like you and I, I love that we're in conversation, but we're not in proximity to one another. So when we have the opportunity to be in proximity with one another, let's bond, let's get that warmth that comes from an embodied experience. How great is that? I love love hearing that and again, continuing to feel what this is like. So I'd love to hear if you have a story about how this strength has showed up in your business and just about what it actually looks like when you're using restorative. Yeah, when I'm using restorative, it really does take all of my strengths, especially my top five. It's a lot of listening. When I am like full-blown restorative mode, I have I have a notebook with me everywhere I go. So <laughs> when yes. it's really thriving, I'm listening, I'm coming up with solutions, but I don't want to interrupt. So I am I'm writing it all down because now my wheels are turning. I have so many different ideas. I have a bachelor's degree in vocal music and philosophy, which is very Yes, love that. <laughs> and I just, I think that very creative part of my brain comes up with concepts that folks have never even thought of or concepts that they had not thought to apply in this way. 
So when I can show up as a collaborator and really offer a very useful solution that no one thought of, especially with the resources and the, and the folks that we have, because I use my individualization strength to really find the strengths in others and build these great teams and put folks in positions where they will thrive. That's what my restorative nature is at, like full throttle ceiling. <laughs> Rikita, so I'm I'm looking at your strengths right now and like just I love hearing how they all work in conjunction to allow restorative to do what it does best. As I'm even like looking at your top five, I'm like, oh, like Rikita has a strength like in each of the like four domains, like in executing, relationship building, strategic thinking and influencing. So you have like ways that it, like restorative, like I kind of see this a little bit as like, it depends on like which one takes the lead and each of the strengths line up to support to like make sure that we're building relationships to make sure that this is intentionally really thoughtfully like put together and then being able to like restorative is the one where like the rubber meets the road and we say we are going and we are making this happen. Yeah, like restorative really is like, it's like the beginning and the end. It's like the book end of my strengths. And it is what gets me going. My restorative nature reminds me of my why. It's mm -hmm. what keeps me going when things get tough. It is what keeps me innovative. Like the restorative nature is like the fuel behind all of my strengths. I love to root myself in my core values. It is the mm -hmm. the thing that keeps me in alignment. Like I had not realized how much of a, a rock and an anchor, you know, restorative is to, you know, the rest of my strengths until you mentioned that. Thank you, Kyle. Mm -hmm. And even I think that's such a cool example to provide of seeing restorative as a bookend kind of moment as it's where we start, it's where we end, it's how we can continue to connect with what we're doing to feel like we're living into like our personal purpose and our why with what we're doing is like you're helping your strengths allow you to do that and feel fulfilled in that way. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever wanted to influence what gets talked about on a podcast? Well, today is your chance. We are collecting questions, wonderings, and thoughts for what to cover on our podcast in future episodes. Whether your question is about how to use a strength, how to apply your strengths towards career development, or a challenge that you're running into life and you wonder, can strengths help me out with this? Go to the show notes or the description of this podcast episode and click the link to submit your questions for the podcast. It'll send me an email and I'll probably even reply asking you a few more questions. Thanks for doing this and we're so excited to cover these questions that you have and add to our community as we explore and love our strengths. So over time, you've obviously invested in restorative. How, how do you invest in restorative as a strength? And what are things that you do that you helps you to like fill your bucket and feel that fulfillment? Yeah, I invest in my restorative strength 
through radical self-care. <laughs> Even leaving a full-time job is very radical to say, no, I need control over my creativity. I need control over my time. I need to feel more free. So doing things that make me feel free. And when I feel free and I feel like myself and the most like myself, I'm able to bring my authentic self to my projects and I'm able to be of use to others. But making sure that I'm definitely of use to Rakita is, is how I invest in that strength. And what like really lights me on fire about restorative is when people come back to me and tell me about how much of an impact I've had. Like, I love the feedback. Whenever I do an event, I always ask for feedback and I give away for folks to to give that feedback and I read them. Not only am I looking for the, it was amazing. I was able to be in conversation with someone that I never thought I'd talk to, but it, even the ways that folks offer improvement, because I want to make sure that's how that restorative nature shows up. I want to make sure that when I go to the next community, it's even the experience is even better, you know? So I love the feedback and I really love when people like reach out to me. Like I've been in higher education for over a decade now. So if someone from like even the beginning when I didn't always know what I was doing and I didn't have my master's degree. So like my strategies weren't always intentional. They happened and I was doing them, but I did not know why. But so when people reach out on Instagram and tell me how much of an impact that I've made for them to say, Miss Rakita, like, I know I pushed back at the time, but I'm so glad that's it in my future. Like, that push really gave me what I needed to graduate. And when people, like, go out of their way to find me years later and tell me how I made them feel and, you know, how it impacted their lives, it feels really great. You know, as a woman who has, at, at least at this time, the, the, the decision could change, but as a woman who has decided to not have children, it is important that my legacy is known. It is so yes. important for people to know that I was on this earth, that I did good work, and that my heart was in it. Yeah. And I only want to give yeah. so that the next group is better, so that the next person is better. I never want to be a gatekeeper. And I know I got some tears right now. And for people who have come through some of my sessions, they know that tears happen. I cry mm -hmm. when I'm happy. I cry when, I, when I'm sad, when I'm overjoyed, when I'm confused. But like to know that my work will live on through the way I've made people feel and through the connections that have happened through interactions with me or facilitations for me or workshop that, workshops that folks have attended. Oh, my goodness. Kyle, it brings me so much joy. I am sitting here with you. You give me the feels. And I think that that I love this example, even of like ways that you invest of what radical like that radical self-care, even in this moment, I bet there's a degree of like, this is what self-care looks like with restorative is like we're reflecting on we're feeling in this moment and remembering the impact that we've had by how we do this work and the ripple effect that it will continue to have by getting that people you I'm guessing people don't normally think of feedback as self care, because they're like, you want me to do what and put myself in a vulnerable position. But in your case, in your moment, this is where you are unique and special is that 
this is something that really helps you and helps you again, connect back to your purpose. You're knowing how you're having this impact and you're helping to figure out ways that you can micro adjust and figure out how do I continue to have this impact? How do I need to evolve as a being so that my community can continue to like step up and be where they want the need to be? Yeah, exactly. Kyle, I love how well you listen. I just love how like you capture the essence of what is said in some of the most beautiful ways. I I just wanted to comment, you know, I just wanted to commend you on your active listening skills. They're superb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it only gets to happen because like we have a clear understanding of our strengths. And yeah, I appreciate I do appreciate that. Thank you. Because that's part of the joy is we get to hear this. We get to even repeated in different ways. And that's why like, that's why this podcast, this message, we're talking about this is because we're going to have people that they maybe they have restorative, maybe they have a different strength, but they're going to hear things in different ways. And they can make their own connections to how this is good for them and what elements they can pick. Because there even if you don't have restorative, you can still find elements of Rakita's story that you identify with and you want to try, but you're going to choose instead of you trying to be restorative, you're going to choose actually, you know what, this is all about like, woo, the way that I like win others over this is going to be about deliberative the way that I spend time thinking about ideas, you can take these elements and apply them to your strengths. And I think that's where this magic continues to happen. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like that is exactly what happens with the social experience. As I facilitate these conversations, like I create these prompts based on the objectives of the space, you know, from the event organizer or the the coordinator and folks have their own light bulb moments. And I may ask, how do you define success? And someone may talk about their work-life balance and another person may talk about how they see themselves as a parent and just to have a question everyone has the same question but the way that people view it and attack it and embrace the differences and think about oh well I guess I could be how do I view success in those ways and so I just love how people come with especially adult learners. Adult learners always come to the scene with their own experiences, with their own education, and with their own perspectives. So to bring all of those together and for us to actively try to understand those and bring those into our lives, oh my goodness, that's that's really the beauty of the experience. Yeah. Oh, and I love that you're able to, I mean, like, and this is part of where you talk about, like, you're creating a safe space, you're creating opportunity for people to really share their true, authentic self through the way that you facilitate conversation, the questions that you ask. These are, I mean, like, there are probably moments where there are unscripted questions, but like, the there's a reason that we have this flow that's created because you have this destination in mind because you've had this conversation with people, you know, these objectives and like, you've got some ideas, you're like, all right, we're going to try and like put this into place. And we're going to see how this goes based on past experience and the continued impact that you want to have. Yeah, for sure. Like it's an experience for sure. And 
what I'm understanding is anytime that you are in conversation with someone else, it is a social experience. And it is up to you <laughs> whether it is a great social experience or one that no one asked for, you know? And <laughs> I just want to give folks the tools to have great experiences with one another. <laughs> <laughs> like these are you have these ideas you have these ways that i know that this can facilitate good relationship development like so are you willing to join me on this adventure definitely definitely uh, and it's always you know, an adventure. yeah yeah i'd love to hear just as we wrap up our time together what's something that you're looking forward to whether it's in your life or in your business yeah, thank you for asking me that. What I'm really looking forward to are my conversation cards. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm working on them. They should be out soon. <laughs> so you definitely know when they're available because I'm not always there to facilitate these conversations and they're very important ones to have. Uh, whether you're in conversation with someone else or you decide to use this as a moment of self-reflection and some introspection with yourself or decide to use them as journal prompts, I think these conversation cards would be very useful when you're not able to have an embodied experience. And I am looking forward to working with more communities this year. So my goal is to work with six more organizations or communities this year. So that is what I'm really looking forward to is finding the next community and understanding the ways in which I'm needed to restore that space. So that is, that's really what I'm looking forward to. Oh yeah. And like finding my tribe in Charlotte, like on a personal level, like yes. finding my people, like Finding my cute wine bars or a nice spot to do Pilates or cycling. So finding my folks. A few years ago, I got to spend a week in Charlotte and just it was such a fun experience getting to go around and see all of the different neighborhoods, opportunities to like engage. And so I'm super excited for you with that. And I'm really excited to see these conversation cards. We'll either have a link to purchase the conversation cards in the show notes or a waitlist way that you can figure out and get connected with Rakita because I bet these are going to be a deck of cards that you'll want to have on hand and you can find so many wonderful ways to use and engage and connect with others. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for being here, Rikita. I've loved getting to spend this time with you as you have provided so many beautiful insights. And as we've gotten to talk about the social experience and ultimately you. You know what, Kyle, thank you so much. It's really been a joy. I love being able to talk about my strengths. It feels good to be in conversation about the things that I do really well. That feels good. It feels like endearing and warm. And to be honest, I just love that I was able to talk about my strengths with you. I just feel, I've felt so seen and so heard today that I, look, call me back anytime. You can just call me on the phone or something. Like, oh, I want to know it often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wonderful. I appreciate you, Rakita. <laughs>